Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, sunny Scottsdale, with another great episode of the Built to Grow podcast, joined by Randy Exton. What's up, guy? Hey, buddy. <laughs> I just got a new TV, man. Yeah, good one. I got it with Amex points. I'll even better. Yeah, eighty-five inch uh, Q seventy T Samsung. Samsung. Yeah, yeah. And uh, got it installed yesterday. Threw it up on the wall, and uh, yeah, I'm making it uh, that. You know that room in between, like nobody uses in their house. That yeah, the formal dining. The room. formal <laughs> dining. So I have a table over like the where the Thanksgiving dinners at once a year, and then the other room where it's just a couch and a coffee table and nobody uses. So I ripped all that out. We've got a new sectional going in and that's going to be the man room. Yeah, the man cave. Put the stocks up and then watch it. When football comes, yeah. that's, that's where I, <laughs> when? whenever football starts, that'll be my room uh, just to uh, hang during the day. Nothing is better than football season, man. I cannot leave my, call it like Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll, it's because I'm in a couple pools. You know, and there's yeah. like, and it changes like every score and you're like up and down on the leaderboard. You have invested and, interest in every game. And it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'll, I hate being in the house, but it, on a Saturday, I don't care. Yeah. I'm there <laughs> from like 9 a.m. Yeah, you, uh, you put a, you, you know, a couple dozen wings in front of me. I'll stick anywhere. Yeah. Stay anywhere for a little while. <laughs> Please bring football back. Come on, guys. <laughs> what are you guys waiting for? All right. So this episode, we got a good one today. We've, we're going to talk about doing the right thing, integrity in business, integrity in life, and how you do the small things is how you do the big things. And this is something that uh, I think is important to talk about. We kind of pivot the line between owning a gym and digital marketing companies. And we're kind of, you know, and we see both sides. So one thing I would tell you is like on the fitness business side, integrity is pretty high. I mean, you got the standard so. people trying to help people. I mean, it, mom and pop businesses out there, gym owners trying to do the right thing. Over on the other side in this digital marketing space, it's packed full of scumbags. No <laughs> the, doubt about it. The worst of the worst sometimes. People that are flashing cash online, but when you really get down to the weeds, they're really not doing very well. Yeah. It's and, an image. It's a ego. It's And nope. uh, and I'll talk about this, Fred, right off the jump. I, I, I uh, hired a uh, company. And, you know, I think I put a post up. We're trying to, anybody's ever seen those explainer videos that like is a cartoon. It's a way to explain a very complicated thing in a, in a really easy way. Yeah. It's like talking in layman's terms type of thing. Yeah. And you see them all the time. You probably don't even recognize them, but they're called explainer videos and they're done in animation and a lot of times. Sometimes there's some computer programs and sure you can go to Fiverr and get like the $200 one, but I spent, you know, this was going to be a $4,000 investment. Yep. I put down, you know, a big chunk of change to get this guy going. And I was excited to work with him because there was, you know, he had great portfolio and highly recommended. And well, what it comes down to is we got into the, we got into the project and it was seemed to be going well. And then, you know, one day turned into three days a delay, and then it was a week delay. And I finally got maybe a couple, three, four weeks late. I got 
what he felt was the final product and it was horrible. It was bad. And I was kind of disappointed because when we spoke, it was like, I want it to look like this one in your portfolio. And, you know, and I, and I took screenshots and man, man, the the detail in these two are horrible. I mean, it's not even close, man. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, you know what? I was outsourcing some of the stuff and let me go back to the table and another two, three weeks go by and nothing. And long story short, now four months into this thing, five or six times rigmarole. It's like, man, this isn't going to happen. Let me just go ahead and get a refund. And I, and I got crickets. I got yep. nothing. The guy disappeared on me. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not the guy to do blast anybody mm-hmm. online, put names and I'm not putting names into this either, but I'm just going to, I'm, I'm talking about the point of this is the guy screwed up and, yeah. and he knows it and we know, and we've agreed. It's like, Hey man, this is, this is a bad, bad deal. I screwed up on this. And I was like, all right, man, well, let's just go ahead and refund that back and I'll find somebody else to do the project. And then it's like, every excuse in the book not to give me a refund. It wasn't an argument, but it was like, hey, can you can you push this out a couple of weeks? Or can, hey man, I'm getting paid on this other project. Can I get this? I'm like, here's what I told him last night. I said, look, you screwed up. We both agree. You agree this isn't your best work and you're not happy with it either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave this up to you. But if it were me, I would make sure I got the money to refund it ASAP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and he's like, I understand, but you know, can we do like a split payment? I was like, guy, this isn't the point. Like, you need to figure out on your end how to get the money back to me. And so that's how we left it. But it just got me thinking, like, how bad does it have to be where you both agree the work is horrible? You you both agree that this deserves a refund, and now you're going to make the person wait until you get paid to get the money back. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't that shouldn't be the problem, or it shouldn't be the solution. And unfortunately. That is what happens in the real world. Or the guy disappears altogether. At least the guy's responding. Yeah. But I actually had to uh, post a comment like on my wall last night. I was like, does anybody know this guy? Because I have not been able to get a hold of him. Yeah. And then he immediately responded because he's- Well, now his pers- you know, his future- I didn't say anything. I, I just asked if, if anybody knew him because I just wanted, I wanted to get a hold of him. So- it got me yeah, thinking after multiple attempts. After and multiple. that's that's the uh, and I have every email and every DM and it's just it's not even a question as to this is not you know it needs to be refunded ASAP. So here's the scoop, guys. It got me thinking about how we run our operations in business and doing the right thing. And and we've got a couple other cases we're gonna talk about here about how you do the little things in life is how you do the big things. Absolutely. So, so like you were mentioning like if this guy or this company can't seem to figure out how to get a refund for a few thousand dollars back, like, what do you think his personal life's all about? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as an individual, you know, like, that's, that's why I said, you know, the way you do the small things is the way you do the large. I mean, get, there's the old adage of like, make your bed when you get out of bed in the morning. Like the small little disciplines lead to, it reinforces discipline throughout everything. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, in his situation, yeah, I mean his his entire organization is, we know is cash tight, you yeah, know, because of the way that now he's having to push to, it off. Put, yeah, exactly. And the worst thing that he could really do in this situation is he's already failed his agreement. Mm-hmm. You both have agreed to it. Yeah. But now he's made it your problem, and he's looking for a, you know an excuse or a scapegoat or passing the blame. Like, no, there is no room for that anymore. You screwed up. You agreed. You screwed up. Now honor your commitment. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he needed to do. And. You know, everybody's been in a bind. And if he just said, you know what, Tim, I'm 100%, I agree. I will take extreme ownership on this. You're like, you, you deserve a refund. I will get that back to you as soon as possible. 
And just left it at that? Yeah, he kind of said that, but now he's pushing but the date. Exactly. Split now, payments and a, you know, that guy's a nice guy. He does great work, but apparently he didn't do any of this work and he basically outsourced it to freelancers and bad business. Bad sure. business. You're gonna control mistake. you have to control your own product. I'm sure we'll do business in the future, maybe if he can come, you know, with some different terms. But at this point, it needs to just be over. And it goes back to the fitness business because a lot of times you're gonna have situations where somebody's in a twelve month agreement and they want to cancel. And we know as a business owner, we know that we want to have those contracts in place because then you can forecast and project and you know that there's revenue coming in. And Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And the honest truth is, if you were ever to go sell your business, if all if you didn't have any annual agreements, the new buyer coming in is going to be a little bit hesitant of just coming in because everybody can leave next month and he's left with zero. So at least with contracts, you've got accounts receivable mm-hmm. that you can sell uh, to the next owner of the business. You can show like, hey, I have this revenue coming in. It's already been, it's already contracted, and you know, you know, you got this. Can forecast a little bit. But you're going to have a client that comes in and is like, hey, you know what? I'm not tra- training. It's too, whatever it is, there's always an excuse. Mm-hmm. You have to do the right thing sometimes. But just leaving them out of the contract isn't always the right thing. You have to listen to what's going on and see, read between the lines. A lot of these people, they just want an excuse out of it because they're too lazy to come train. And that's a difficult thing, especially in the contract, right? Like you're a coach. Your job is to keep this person accountable. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they're showing up. Make sure that they're executing the workouts. Make sure that they're getting the results that they told you they wanted from the beginning. So where is the fine line between the right thing being holding somebody to the agreement and the right thing being the person needs this more than they need the training? Mm-hmm. So let's make that, you know. And, and that's why it's important to take notes on your consultations because Mrs. Johnson, on March 2nd, you told me at this time, you said you were having this, this, and this as problems. And this is the reason you wanted to train. Is that has that changed? And you ha- they have to they have to own up to it. So I'm going to give you a quick example of something. I think I may have spoken about this on the podcast before, but do the right thing is one of our core values. We have ten core values. Do the right thing is ambiguous on purpose because that's just a global overarching like do the right thing. Had a situation where a client came in, told our coach in a middle of a training session that she was leaving town and she needed a freezer membership. Mm-hmm. Okay. The coach told the the client, I got it. I got you. I'm going to make sure that's taken care of right after the session. And he didn't do it. He forgot. And, you know, no blame to him. He just was busy. And yeah, in the middle, not something he was, you know, was in the middle of a session. She came in on her, maybe on her way to the airport and was like, hey, I just need to cancel or freeze us. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. And I guess a couple of weeks go by and she gets billed and she didn't have any money in her account and it overdrafted her. And she came in and I was leaving the gym. It's a couple, like maybe a week or two later. And and I was actually locking the gym up for the night or whatever. And I was leaving and she comes walking up in tears. I told 
so-and-so that I was going to cancel and he said he was going to do it and it didn't do it. And I got billed the overdraft fee and I was like, whoa, what's going on? And Mm -hmm. I didn't know if he did do it, if she even told him to do it. I didn't know, but I was in a situation where I had to make a decision and I had to take care of the client. And I didn't, I didn't get a chance to even talk to him yet, but I was like, okay, no problem. Mrs. Johnson. (laughs) Everybody's Mrs. Mrs. Johnson. I Got her her three ninety nine back, and I actually wrote her another thirty five dollars for the, the overdraft, overdraft fee sure. in a check on the spot. And I was just going to figure it out later because she was in tears. She assumes she told the coach this was she wanted. She was going to go on freeze, and I just had to make a decision. And yes, that's what you do. You don't argue with the client. Oh, you didn't tell him, and you didn't fill out the right form, and no, you just make it happen. Yeah. And this goes back to the situation we're in. You just make it, you just figure, you have to take ownership. And so, yes, I went back to the coach the next day and yes, he forgot. And yes, but even if he didn't forget, and if he, even if he, he told me like she never came in, I still would have done that because she thinks she did. And so you do a couple things there. You you earn the trust of your clients. You avoid a a negative Yelp review right on the spot. Like that's the one thing we can't, as business owners, we can't get away from. The customer almost always has the upper hand, almost always, because any, we've said it, you're going to get a negative review much quicker than you get a positive Absolutely. review. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very few and far between where all of a sudden an amazing review shows up and you didn't actually go ask for the client to give you a review. It just shows up one day and you're like, oh my gosh. Who, <laughs> who took action to go just, yeah. Yeah. Who told this client? No, you know, if it's very rare that they go a client, a happy client, they could be your biggest fan it's going to be very rare for them just go out and give you a great review on their own. So a lot of times you have to ask, but negative reviews, forget about it. You're going to get those immediately. And they're, they're much easier to come by when it comes to like, you don't have to royally screw up to get a negative review. Mm -hmm. Like you, maybe it was just the way that person left that day that they were, you know, it was a compounding factor, but now, Oh shit! With it, with everything they are, they're going to take it out on you. Like you know, you it's, destroyed the life. It's lives. so funny, and <laughs> I, it, this is a new Geico commercial. I heard it on the way in. I was pulling into the driveway right here, and, I, and this was like the last part of it. It was talking about how you can't win in reviews, and the conversation between the this guy hired a handyman, and he was writing a review, and it was so funny. The guy's like. The guy actually charged me less than he quoted. <laughs> he, no, he, what do you call that? That's a lying. He's yeah. lying to me. He charged me less. He's lying. Like you can't win. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like he's <laughs> everything spun. Sp- yeah. Doesn't matter that the guy charged him less. He just wrote a bad review that he was lying about his original price. But it brings up a good point because you know honoring a commitment is is one thing. And right, wrong, or indifferent, I mean, there's there's truth to that commercial. I mean, it's not a problem to the consumer that paid less, right? Uh. But it is still, somebody didn't follow through with the things that they said they were going to do. But it's, it brings to light the perception, right? It's not always about necessarily the, the dollars and cents. It's about the way that the, the individual feels. And this is where the emotions come into play. And that's usually what triggers the testimonial or the review. The negative review. The negative yeah. review mm-hmm. or you know, the, their willingness to turn around and tell other people without even maybe even putting it online. But at the end of the day, and this is one of the, Tim and I are very logical. We talk about this all the time. Like things have to make sense and add up to us for us to, to really get behind them. But if we were to, do, to be completely unaware of the emotional intelligence, we would we'd be losing. And you have to be aware of the way that somebody feels in a situation as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that with 
as you as we develop and we we train ourselves physically, we train ourselves in business and the numbers and the logic and the systems and things like that. There are a lot of things that like I know I study all of the time on, on increasing discipline, following through with my word every day, executing the things I'm going to say, getting out of bed when my alarm goes off or before my alarm. Like all of those habits if I wasn't training myself in those ways, they 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 spill over into everything else. But the emotion, studying and understanding the emotions that somebody goes through is a sign of intelligence. Mm-hmm. And when you can start to call out and understand this reaction created this response, and this is how they responded from, you know, that emotional. You've got to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, absolute empathy, you know, and, and understanding, and it's tough because when emotions come into play, right and wrong. From the from the person who's receiving, mm-hmm. it's not always the same. It doesn't follow the logic like in a contract. That's strange, you know. And uh, it's emotions. It it is, you know, and changes and it, perception exactly. Here's a great another great example where we when we were running ads. Remember mm-hmm. when we were running ads like crazy, like all the time, For, like as far as the business. Yeah, yeah. profit, Pro, profit, profit yeah. marketing. We ran ads a lot, a lot of it, millions of dollars yeah. in ads. I think it was 10 million. It was crazy numbers. Point. And when you're running ads and in, in for multiple clients in different states, in different cities, and even the same state, oh yeah, multiple cities within like maybe you have five locations for one gym and you've got you know five different cities they're in, you can mess up. And, and we've done that and we've messed up before. In fact, we've put the wrong city or we've put men in a women's ad, like the word hey men mm-hmm. or women in a men's ad. And we screwed up. And, we, and I remember we went into this campaign where we were like several hundred dollars into this guy's budget. And we we found the mistake. We saw it like, oh, man, we, we had the wrong city for this gym. And it's supposed to be in that other city. And as simple as a clerical error. Like literally like r- didn't swap out the copy yeah. around the name of the, the town that we were. And when yeah. you get so you know many ads going, you can make mistakes and mistakes do happen. And so... One thing that we did was we just went ahead and refunded out of our own pocket the ad spend that Mark Zuckerberg collected on their behalf for the ads that we ran we ran the wrong ad in the wrong town. And it's just, you know, something that, you know, our foundation is do the right thing. That's doing the right thing. The client had no idea and the client didn't make the mistake. We did. And you know what? We had to throw five or six hundred bucks back to the owner on a, on a refund. And it comes back to like integrity, right? And in something that a lot of people, everybody under the microscope, it's pretty easy to do the right thing. We didn't have to tell that client. I mean, no. we screwed up, yeah. but, but in today's world, how many people would have just made buried the edit, it. made the edit, buried it, and then, you know, know that, oh damn, $500 of this guy's money went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like it was absolutely just misspent West, wasted yeah. and instead of just allowing that to be the norm no we did the same thing that we would have done if our client was sitting there looking at our computer with us yeah. we, we took action ahead of them having the problem realizing the problem even existed did the right thing brought it to their attention with a solution mm-hmm. and then that client was obviously 180 degrees they were in our team they were on our team they were yeah. in our corner they were happy that we had gone above and beyond for them by catching the mistake one, but then also doing the right thing to make their situation better. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really out anything at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. And so now the perception that that client's left with is, oh man, these guys are are really fighting for me. Yeah. They get it. Um, they made a mistake, which everybody does. And it, we're human. It will happen. It's what you do when you realize that mistake has been made that matters most. <laughs>
Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. And that's the unfortunate thing in business today. You're not going to find that that much. I mean, there's sure, there's great companies it's, out there. It's becoming less and less. It's it's really bad in the marketing space. Unbelievable. You know, like a perfect example. I, I've said it, I've mentioned the company a couple times, not the name, I don't know, but like my internet service where I live. Mm-hmm. Very few choices. But one of the reasons that... I think this company kind of gets away with the lack of customer service is because they know I'm kind of trapped and you know, it's constant excuse all the time when service goes out. Like we run a internet based business. I can't be without internet for hours. I have to move. I have to go do something. You have to go somewhere else to get get that connection. Exactly. And when that became for a while, it was continual, you know, as people started to come home, and now everybody's using that bandwidth as opposed to like during the days when most people are at their jobs and that wasn't an issue. You know, I could not physically upload our, these podcast files from my house. <laughs> Literally go to upload one file and, and it's, like, it's, like, it's like 20 hours to do one of these cameras. Oh, man. One, and so I was like, I'd get on the phone. I'd be like, hey, guys, here's what I'm paying for. Here's what you're delivering upon. Wh- what other options do we have? And it was always, oh, well you know, time of day really matters and the number of users matters and all of this. And I said, I understand how it works. I said, but I'm paying you for this. I'm not getting it. And I'm not getting, I was getting a 10th, one tenth continually of what they were saying. And it was zero willingness to cut a discount or cut a break. I literally at one point was like, guys, when we signed this contract or when I started my service with you, I, I told you this is okay for what I have available, but I'm willing to pay you more money when more becomes available. When is that going to be going to happen? And right off the bat, they were like, oh, you know, we, we have some things that we could do. We could probably bump your numbers up. I said that from the get-go. Then when I brought this up, as far as I'm getting crushed over here, it was, oh, well, we're waiting for another company to build the infrastructure. When they're done, then we can do that for you. And then it was, and I was like, well, at the end of the day, I'm still screwed. I agree. You've never once followed through with the commitment that we've agreed upon. I'm still tied to paying you the full value of that contract every month. And so the second I have another option, I will happily leave this company. I mean, run. Mm-hmm. Because of the way that not only have they failed to execute, but then when, you know, the desire for, for more speed came along, they came, they led me in with that. Let Zero down, ability. Let, let you down again. Yeah. So, but, but the perception that it leaves me with is that they don't care about their client. They will do anything for the initial sale. But as far as maintaining that relationship. Well, they have a monopoly on the area. Somewhat. Yeah. yeah. And when, and when it comes to maintaining the relationship moving forward. That's why competition is so good. I agree. It keeps you honest. It Mm -hmm. keeps the businesses honest. And yeah, if you're the only guy in town, like for instance, that guy in Maricopa, when I lived out there, the Anytime Fitness, he's the only game in town for like 20 miles. (laughs) And he had 1,500 clients paying him, you know, 40 bucks. Soon as the next guy came in town, cut his his gym in half. 50%, sure. Cut him in half. 
And, it, you know, just imagine if he was just giving those folks an amazing experience, they wouldn't want to leave regardless of the next person that comes in town. And that's why competition is good. It keeps the businesses honest and it helps you, it makes you level up. It makes you level up. Look internal, right? Like we, mm -hmm. right now, everybody's so entitled. It's like, hey, here's a problem. What are you going to go do to fix it? <laughs> well, it, no. How about what can I do to adapt and overcome? How like this this situation, the COVID thing, like, God, it's nobody's responsibility to come save your business. If you didn't take action and didn't move the needle, like it's on you right now. Yeah, it's difficult, guys. I, I I really hope people listening that aren't open have at least gotten those clients back online. Even if you missed the first month or two months, you know, no excuse, but like you should be Start doing it. Start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. What'd they say? The best time to plant a tree was twenty five years ago. The best <laughs> next best time is right now. Right now. Makes sense, guys. So this is your Inward looking uh, towards your business podcast episode about doing the right thing, integrity. I think it will uh, outserve you for years and years if you just do the right thing for your clients, serve them, and always take it from the lens of like, I'm here to serve the client. And things then become a little bit clearer yeah. for your business if it's not always about the money and the contract and this, you know, and what's right and wrong. Like, this is the way it was what it says. We talked about, I think we talked about on the podcast the other day. If we wanted to, just crush sales, we'd be in lead gen again. Yeah. But that's not the, the solution that our clients actually need. Mm. And so we're willing to do something different. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, welcome our new client. Uh, yeah. Corey. There we go, Corey. We got a new coaching client this week. Today. Today, actually, literally today. Yeah. He took action, man. And I He's commend him for it. Up, not man. only we had the conversation, within 15 minutes of it, we had collected his initial payment. Within five minutes of that, Booked his appointments. He booked his, his, his appointments for the calendar on our calendar for next week. He's already starting the videos. Yeah. This is the sign of somebody who wants it. He's, and he's going to win. He's going to crush. He's going to absolutely crush. So, guys, we got a new case study video out there. Do we have the URL? We'll post it in the, in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, in the show notes. I, I don't know. I need hand. you guys to watch this case study if you uh, haven't seen it. It served to you online yet. It just came out yesterday. Case study changing Jeff's life and his business around, but uh, something that drives us and we're getting ready to do the same thing for Corey here. So guys, that's it for this episode. I wanted you to hear it about integrity. I think it's just a lost art and hopefully this may be straighten some people out out there like, man, I'm actually need to focus on this more. And as soon as you start focusing on it, things get better for, for your clients, but for your business as well. So that's it for this show, guys. Until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.